Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for dropping in. This is your host, Ariel Asher, and you're here at Healing Body, Mind, and Soul. Today, I have the good fortune and pleasure to be with my good friend, Linda Lenore. Now, Linda is a frequent flyer here on the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul podcast because I just really value not only her friendship and her awesome insight, but she is really amazing. And she's coming on today to give us some fabulous tips about how we can have more good fortune and just more oomph, get up and go at this particular time. So Linda, I'm just gonna turn it over to you and um, just welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I, we were having fun talking beforehand, and it just sets the stage because it's so much fun talking with you. Uh, we never know exactly where it's going to go, and it's always exactly right. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. <love> Amen. <laughs> so, what's, so, Linda, what's on your mind today? Well, I've been having a lot of clients call me regarding things that are going on in the universe right now, and a lot of fear is in their, their energy fields Boy. and um, they're attracting more of that. And so I really want to talk about that like energy attracting like energy and having the highest vibration possible. And one of the things that I really like to talk about, are there's two things that are kind of happening around springtime and that is St. Patty's Day and Mardi Gras. And both I love them, both those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun. Yeah, it's the fun holiday season. That's it. You know, it's exactly that. And you know, whether you are Celtic or Irish by nature or not, it's fun to just have a little bit of uh, um, play around that St. Patty's Day. I'm also very blessed that I have a grandson that's born on St. Patty's Day, and he goes all out. You know, he's... Uh, He'll be 12 uh, coming up. And uh, I mean, we talk about the green hair, the green mustache, the green shirt, the green socks, you know. Wow. It, he goes all out. And he's, he's full on leprechaun. <laughs> yes. He's not afraid of what other people are going to say about him. It's his birthday and he's going to do exactly what he wants. And because of that, it has brought a whole new energy to me around St. Patty's Day and just, you know, St. Patrick's Day. We'll call it the right way, you know. My Irish shows up every now and then. <laughs> and with some of the things that um, I like about that, uh, that and Mardi Gras, because they both have about the same kind of energy and the colors. And those would be the green, the gold, and purple. Um, and all of those have specific vibrations that are really good. And I, long, 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 long time ago, you know, probably, let's see, ooh, probably 40 years ago, um, I was taking some classes by a great person. I meant, I can't remember his name because he passed away, uh, but he was talking about how children are attracted to the colors that they need for healing. And, you know, they may have an underlying illness, but if you gave them some crayons and said, color this, color the room, that you, the colors that you would like to have it be or something like that, invariably they would pick out the colors that were associated with the chakra of their illness. Wow. And the one that I remember most was, you know, just a brief thing about the chakras. I'm only going to mention two of them. Um, the heart chakra is green and the um, uh, 
voice or the um, throat chakra is blue. Well, uh, they knew that this particular boy, he's probably five-ish, um, had a speech impediment. They knew that. And so they expected him to pull out all the blues and start working with the blue colors. But he started working with the green. He had all sorts of different colors of green. And about two to three months later, he was rushed to the hospital with a heart ailment, something that he'd had probably from birth that they never knew about. But his body and his spirit were already attracting him to that color green for his healing. And that's what I would like to have people start thinking about is how they can trust their intuition and bring in, if nothing more than just the right colors to help them um, with the healing and feeling, uh, feeling like they are prosperous or having good luck in their life. And green has that connotation because of, of good luck because of the four-leaf clove, you know, clover. And if you look at a four-leaf clover, they're all, there's four hearts. They're, the leaves are shaped like hearts. So isn't that interesting that the color green that has to do with the heart chakra um, is the four-leaf clover that's heart-shaped? Fabulous. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of interesting, you know, for those of us who like to be politically correct. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Yes, exactly. So um, the, the color green does have to do with the heart, which also means that it has to do with love. It's also the color from feng shui that has to do with health. And so it's a great color to bring into your house. Uh, maybe it's in living plants, maybe it's a tablecloth or uh, a colored a towel, or just something like that, that will start bringing in all of those energies. Of course, in the United States, all of our currency uh, is green. And so it has the connotations of prosperity to the um, some of the Western cultures like that. Mm -hmm. So that's a great color that is associated with both Mardi Gras and lots of fun and with St. Patrick's Day. Another color is gold. You think about the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I love it. And gold has the highest vibration, but it comes from the ground. So here's a, an a color or uh, an object, if you happen to have gold jewelry or um, you, know, you paint, have a t-shirt that has some gold on it, something like that, because it's going to ground you, but it's also going to inspire you. It's also going to protect you because of the vibration of gold. And gold is an inspiring color. So we don't have to have 14 or 22 karat gold items but something that is gold in that color. I actually found at uh, one of the craft stores a couple of years ago, a pot of gold with um, little, the pot of gold itself was green. It was St. Patrick's Day and it had a rainbow that came to it. And then it had all these little gold, um, uh, not vinyl, but kind of a plastic reflective surface so that it had that feeling of sparkling gold to it. And I bring that out and I put it in the house uh, all during the month of March just to you know, raise the vibration during that time frame. So it might be something along that line that you could do. You know, I think I paid $5 for the, the item. Um, so it's not something that's expensive, but it will also bring in that vibration. 
Would you like to jump in and talk a little I, bit about yours? I have a feeling you would. I would. I love this. And I wanted to say to the, um, so it's not that you had a big chunk of 24 karat gold that you put in your, in your home, even your $5 shiny plastic thing, because you had the intention of that being gold in your home and raising the vibration makes a difference. Am I correct there, Linda? Absolutely. Intention is the strongest form uh, that we can use within our house. That's why when we start when someone starts saying something negative or derogatory, there's that vibration. You're saying something and you're sending out that intention of something negative or bad or lower vibration. So that's why it's really important for us to think about the words that we use. And one of the schools of feng shui talks about how you want to do things threefold in order to have things manifest. And it's basically you want to use your body, your mind, and your speech. Uh, because although you th are physically doing something or you are thinking something, that's only really covering your physical body and your mental body. But your speech tracks and uh, addresses the emotional and the spiritual body. So your speech is the most powerful. That's 50% of manifesting. So with your intention, you may be thinking something, but we also want to speak it out loud. It doesn't have to be to someone, especially if it's a non-believer about this. Don't, don't say it to them. You don't need to have their wrath coming back at you. <laughs> so, but you know, I just like, a, like a prayer, you say something, um, I'm placing this, um, pot of gold here because it reminds me of, uh, health, wealth, prosperity, and good luck. Very good. I, th I love this extra added. Um, I work with um, people on this as well. It's the breath. Once you have the, the, the breath moving with the intention and focus, that is when you can manifest outside of yourself. Um, that's, my, that's my opinion um, anyway. And you're I sticking to it, it and I love it, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it. Um, yeah. But I love... <clears throat> But I love this. It's the language. It's the language and intention outside of yourself that you create that brings it into manifestation. Yes. Right. Yes. So I hope everybody is taking notes there. All my manifestors out there in healing body, mind and soul land, write that down. It's <laughs> not just the intention, but the breath and language that you put uh, into what you're doing to make your intentions into manifestations or to have those come into fruition like that. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about one more color and okay. that is purple. Okay. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> Mine too. That's why we <laughs> often show up in the same colors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, purple, as you know, from the chakra <laughs> colors has to do with the spiritual realm. And I love Mardi Gras because it has that green, it has that gold, and it has purple. <clears throat> and so when you're having fun, like they would be doing and celebrating Mardi Gras, they're bringing in a spiritual component to that. They're reaching to uh, their source, their, uh, their who, whatever they deem to be their highest good. Um, some people would call it God. Some would be calling it Buddha. Um, some people will say um, higher power, but that purple raises the vibration and it opens up our, the top of our head and, and connects us to source. Uh, 
So here you've got this gold that's grounding you and you've got the purple that is raising you to the highest vibration. Mm. And yet the gold is also the highest vibration from some of the elements. And so you're really reaching and bringing in a vibration of higher consciousness into your space when you bring in a little bit of the purple as well. Now, uh, I like the deeper, darker purples. Uh, lavender may be the way that someone starts out because they may not be ready for uh, the opening everything up. It may be a little bit too much for them. But start out slow. That's what we're doing. A little baby funnel, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little drip. It's just a little drip. <laughs> yeah. um, and by, by bringing in all those different colors, what you're doing is you are bringing in the elements of, you know, the vibrations of, of good luck, of health, of prosperity or money, whatever, however you want to, uh, to consider it. And you're grounding yourself and you're also opening yourself up to the highest possibilities. And if people, especially when there are some challenges going on either within their own personal lives or in a global environment, can remember to do something along those lines. And remembering that your home is what's protecting you. And if you can bring some of those elements into your home, you're now surrounding yourself with that energy, which in turn is going to attract good to you. It's going to help feed you, feed your energy, so that you're stronger and you can either resist something that is negative or that you can build up and send out positive to people in places that need that positive energy without draining yourself. So mm -hmm. taking all those colors and, you know, you don't have to have it all over. I mean, I've got a stuffed animal that is a leprechaun sitting on a pot of gold with a rainbow in my office. Okay. Again, you know, I'm fabulous. <laughs> I'm, average, I'm Irish. So I, I do these things, you know, and I do have uh, the pot of gold in, um, the main living area. And I've got lavender. I live close to a number of lavender fields. So I actually have the, the herb lavender throughout my house in a number of different ways. But you could bring it in through an essential oil. You know, the lavender would be an essential oil. That's a way without disrupting your decor. So let's say that you, you're really, um, you're a black and white decor type of person. Well, you can still bring some of this in through the, the lavender as the uh, purple. You could bring it in through mint for your green. Um, the gold is kind of like citrus. In fact, the Asian culture, and I may have mentioned this in one of the previous ones, the Asian culture looks at citrus, uh, like mandarin oranges and limes and lemons, as being joyful and uh, prosperous because when you open it up, it squirts all over every place. So you might use something like a, a mandarin essential oil or a, a lemon uh, essential oil. And that way you're not upsetting the decor that you have, yet you're bringing in the vibration of those elements and those colors. Ooh, beautiful. You know, when I work with, um, when I work with my um, vocal students, um, Linda, we talk about these things too, because the chakras um, are color coded. It's very um, easy for me to use these things. And so red at the first chakra would be the root. And when I'm teaching people um, to sing in their deep voice, right, we, we, um, 
um, not exact notes. I don't do I don't do it this way, but I just illustrate. I illustrate using the chakra system, um, higher resonance and um, lower resonance. So I love the way that you're asking our audience to reframe their thoughts about what gold is, what green is, and having the intention of those colors or using um, herbs or the scent of lavender. I love all these different ways that we can bring the vibration to us, right? By yes. using our intention and opening our minds about how we can allow that in our lives. This is Definitely. wonderful stuff. And with you doing the vibrational healing, um, I've heard, and I'm not a, uh, I'm not mu musically gifted. We'll put it that way. <laughs> well, you but didn't hog up all the gifts, um, Linda. Um, <laughs> so so I, I've heard that each one of the chakras has a vibrational note that resonates with it so that's one reason that music is so important to bring in and the type of music we need to be aware of that we are bringing in to our environment maybe you can address a little bit of that yeah well when we start to think of sound as vibration and if we go further into this concept of um words that come out right um are what we're attracting um back to us it's important to be mindful, to have uplifting and empowering music around you. Because I, you know, I was a teenager too, and I loved all this angst and, um, you know, but really being mindful of what words you're screaming out there in your rebel yell or what you're, or what exactly you're trying to put out to the universe. This has been something as an artist that I've always been very mindful of, right? I don't want to be, um, uh, I, I work with a lot of R&B bands and rock and roll is all about sex and drugs and rock and roll, right? But I'm mindful still about the language that I'm using, always making sure that there's an uplifting message. And even if I'm singing a sad song, um, which may be in a minor key, you know, music is so powerful, the way the vibrations um, um, move us. But for me as an artist, I always want to make sure that what I'm putting out there is congruent with my own values. And even if you're thinking about your home, you know, you want something loving and something um, comforting in your home. And sure, there's a time and a place to rock out. And I love um, exuberant and uplifting um, kind of music, but I'm always very mindful about the words and messages, making sure that I really am paying attention to what's going on there. Um, so that's one yes. thing, just filling the environment with um, positive language. And um, <clears throat> some notes vibrate well with other notes. Other notes um, um, cause dissonance. And so you don't wanna be bringing things that are dissonant into the home or things that are dissonant and stay there, right? A lot of times music takes us through the whole spectrum. So there are times that the notes will be dissonant or cause tension, but then they release, right? That's what good music, good, good music builds something up and then, re, and then releases and restores things. So we just don't wanna be in an 
agitated state um, or something that's going to leave us um, angry or agitated. I, I just don't want to invite that kind of energy. And I'm, and I'm sort of just going off on this because I want my audience to, um, to really start to be aware of the noise or music that they're creating in their environment as well. Well, along that line, one of the masters that really opened my eyes uh, about vibration was talking about how you get, you wind up anchoring certain things in certain locations. Um, mm. For instance, if you always go to the refrigerator at night and grab the uh, ice cream and eat it, you're now anchoring that energy. So you're having a harder time to lose weight because every time you walk over that space, you're the vibration is, let me eat some ice cream. And one of the things he was- Have you been really, eavesdropping on me, Linda? <laughs> I, I only go from personal experiences. <laughs> I always tried out everything that my, my masters uh, told me about on myself first before I started doing it with my clients. And he said, you know, like when someone gets really angry and they stomp their feet or they slam the door, that's anchoring a vibration, a negative vibration. And uh, a lot of that, where there's a lot of slamming doors, uh, it's usually a house that winds up having a lot of physical abuse in it. And so one of the things we want to do is to clear and raise that vibration. And music is one of the ways we can do it. Singing bowls is another way that we can do it. Um, there's usually some telltale signs of when there are some negative energy or some... Um, stuck energy and that would be clutter or it would be broken items uh you know something that you can't seem to release even though it's not functioning any longer um you know, so these are all energy drains or um ways that energy gets stuck and then that same energy will perpetuate itself so if i think that there's something going on in my house i will intentionally take a either a a singing bowl or a wind chime and ring it in that area to break up the vibration, the old vibration that I don't want, and start raising it to a, a higher or different vibration, just to, you know, to shake things up, literally. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it could be putting a beautiful object in a location where there's been something that hasn't been so wonderful that has happened. Uh, we have a heart of the home. We have... Um, Basically, what we want to do is to have the home be as much of a loving environment as possible. And so we either bring in um, a symbol of love, possibly a heart. Uh, it could be like a Blessed Mother Mary or mother and child uh, symbol, so something that shows love and bring that into the house. Uh, some of the, my clients, what I've been suggesting is figure out a way that you can bring love, especially by the doors as you're coming in, because that creates a, a higher vibration and negative stuff can't get through that love. Um, I actually, when we were redoing our house um, about 15 years ago, when we were pouring a foundation uh, of a new threshold, I actually put a crystal heart at the threshold in the cement. Now, of course, the contractor that was pouring the cement was had his comments, but it turns out that I had attracted the right uh, contractor because he said, does this have anything to do with feng shui? 
Awesome. Said, As a matter of fact, it does. And he says, I love it. <laughs> so you, you will attract the right energy if you put out the right energy. And that's one of the main things I want you to realize is that energy, vibration, there's many different ways of doing it, whether it's through your speech, through music, through color, through intention of an object. We can raise the vibration and bring in that good luck and that health and that prosperity, mm. all the things that we'd like to have in our life. Mm. Yeah. And if you don't have a singing bowl on hand, you can use your voice, right? Yes. Uh, I think you... Um, you know, using your, like even just moving that vibration. Sorry. I hope I, my noise doesn't offend my audience, but, but using your, but using the full range of your voice with intention is also something that you can do. You don't even have to go out and buy, um, expensive singing bowls or, um, or wind chimes or anything too. Because remember, it's your intention and also the resonance of your voice. Now I've got four octaves on me, so I can, so I have a lot of, so I have a lot of leeway. Um, but I've been working at it a long time. But, um, but yeah, so so ringing out something a very high vibration like my high C, um, I can clear out a room. Literally, probably my audience would go running too if I did that here. I'm not going to do that because I, acoustically, I don't want to freak anybody freak anybody out. But but that high resonance like that clears out the energy of the room, and especially if you direct it with intention um, for that specific purpose. Exactly. You know, I do something. That's within my vocal range, and that is, <laughs> I sing the uh, song of music, uh, sound of music song, Do Re Mi. Oh, that's and awesome! So it's just it's at least going through all the different octaves, even though it may not be perfect. It's with my intention. <laughs> I I believe that it. I believe that the universe um, appreciates intention and 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 responds and accordingly. <laughs> I'm glad I, to hear that. I absolutely. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. There's a lot of things that I can't do, but I can do the do re mi. <laughs> that's awesome. So, Linda, this is such wonderful information, and um, I love all the different angles that we're getting at the vibration and um, the energy and the resonance of of things, and how people can um, really start to embrace these concepts and empower themselves with these concepts to shape their own reality in their own life. This is so juicy. It's fun. I have lots and lots of fun sharing that information with people. <laughs> it reminds me, um, I once had this um, amazing hairdresser. Um, um, I, I'm not in her area anymore, but I remember when she was changing offices, how important it was for her to raise the vibration in her um, office and her and I both um, um, are purple girls. So we were, um, we were actually painting her walls purple and we got the idea like you um, suggested to um, add lavender to the mix. So we actually um, put lavender in the paint right to um you know and and i'm not sure how much um therapeutically the energy um got through the paint because of course the paint just um, um um overpowers the smell of the lavender but with our intention and um with the lavender oil being um put in the paint we were trying to raise the vibration and i think it was pretty successful it was really a beautiful space that she created 
Um, Definitely. One of the things I was sharing with one of my clients was about the essential oils. It's always nice if you have a diffuser to uh, put it in a diffuser. And yet, sometimes they're too expensive or you can't find one or it's just not appropriate for the situation. You can always put some essential oil on a cold light bulb. Mm-hmm. You know, not one that's already on because it'll break the, the glass because it's too hot. But if you put it on a cold light bulb, let it dry for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And then when you turn on the light bulb, the light bulb will warm up the essential oil and that will disperse it throughout the room as well. So that's a, a, an inexpensive way of doing it. You can always use a, a sprayer or something like that. But again, you don't have, if you don't have a spray bottle in which to, uh, you know, spritz it around, you know, this is another way of doing that. So, yeah, yeah, there's lots of different ways you can use it and bring the vibration into a, a room or into a house. Yeah, and I think that um, what Linda and myself are both saying is um, uh, use your creativity and, um, and use your intention and, um, and just go forth and make positive vibration, right? <laughs> Yes. And especially, you know, looking at it, going back to what we were talking about, the vibration and the intention of what we were talking about, the good luck, the good fortune, health, you know, all these things that we want in our lives. And especially in a tumultuous time that we may be experiencing either personally or globally, um, having the intention that you're bringing in certain things for you, for your home, for your family, you know, the occupants of your space. And that in turn is going to create the stone in the pond scenario of the vibration. It's going to start in your space and it's going to ripple outward to um, help soothe the savage beasts out there, so to speak. I love that. I love that. And I love the, um, the healing and prosperity, abundance of the green, the spirituality of the purples and the lavender that we were talking about, and this grounding and abundant force of the gold. I think that is really important. And that's a wonderful um, super tip for our um, listeners to take away. And I like, as you say, in these tumultuous times, <laughs> um, <laughs> And who couldn't use who couldn't use that grounding and abundant energy of gold? You know, it really is um, a nice vibra- a nice vibration to keep around. Um, yeah. My singing bowls, you know, I use the um, I use the crystal bowls as as well as the um, metal bowls and. My vibrational bowls, I got to say, I'm such a snob now that I started using my therapeutic um, bowls because they vibrated a much longer, um, they're made out of the same metal content as, say, the cymbals on a um, drum set, right? Mm -hmm. So they have a longer sustaining um, force. And I do lay them on people's bodies to move the energy, right? Go up and down the meridians with the bowls. It's really quite hypnotic. Anyway, Linda, we always talk about everything. It's so awesome being, um, being um, friends with you and being able to um, have these wonderful conversations. Can you please give our listeners a little bit of information about you where they can reach out to you if they want to get some more hot tips or if they want to know how they can bring more feng shui into their life? 
I would love to. Thank you. Um, I have a website. It's lindalenore.com. So www.lindalenore.com. And on the homepage, you will find on the right-hand side a way that you can sign up for my newsletters. Uh, you will also receive a, I think it's a 12, 13-minute recording called A Fresh Start, which talks a little bit about how you can uh, sh start shifting some of the energy that you have in your home. And then there's also some uh, a handout that is there as well. And then once you are on the uh, newsletter, the mailing list, I send out something about once a month, and it's usually tips around what's going on that particular time of the year, uh, some or something that I have discovered that I'm wanting to share with you. So that would be a way of getting things on a regular basis without having to remember to go to my website for information. <laughs> and if you do need to reach out to me, I am available best by email, which is Linda at lindalenore.com. Uh, if we need to talk, we can set up a time to talk, but uh, reach out to me with an, a, an email first because um, I do live in a, a wonderful semi-remote area and the phone service doesn't always reach me when I'm driving from point A to point B or C. <laughs> so you. email's best. Got you. Well, everyone is going to want to get on your uh, mailing list. Um, I have been on your mailing list for years and I'm still getting fabulous tips from you, Linda. It's amazing. I love being connected with you and I encourage all of our listeners to go to lindalenore.com and sign up for that newsletter and also listen to that Fresh Start um, recording. It really is um, an eye opener and will arm you with lots of lots of um, great tips that you can um, take action on and make a difference in your own life right away. Thank you. Linda, our time is wrapping up. So I think that's about it for today. We've covered a lot of territory and I'm sure that our listeners are on the edge of their seat waiting <laughs> for more. They're like, when, when, when will Ariel and Linda have another one of their juicy conversations? Pretty soon, everybody. Pretty soon. We got to get this one published first. <laughs> we'll have fun with this one, yes. <laughs> yes, I think this one is a lot of interesting information. I love the, ways, the way we've brought color and vibration into the conversation. This has been just wonderful. Linda, thanks so much for coming on. And well, thank you for letting me come in and, and share some of the things that I love so much. It's always so much fun to be talking here with you and sharing with your audience. It's a, it's a joy. Thank you for that, uh, that, that energy. Oh, oh, we love having you. We love having you. And for our listeners, once again, this is Ariel with Healing Body, Mind, and Soul. I want to thank you for taking the time to get some great tips on how you can empower yourself in your life. And until we meet again, until next time, happy healing. <laughs>